Dave. Good morning, Dave. Hey, is this Robert? This is Robert right here. Hey. This, this is Scott. Hi. Hey, Scott. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm great this morning. It's a pleasure talking to you guys. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to you guys. You're coming to the uh, the Chrysler Hall on uh, Tuesday, September 17th. Great venue, by the way, the Acoustics. Great show. And uh, I'm looking forward to this, guys. Uh, this is the first time you guys have uh, teamed up together. How did you guys uh, still Temple Pilots and Rival Sons, right? Is it the first time you guys are on the road together? We paid. We paid them a lot of money to be on the road with them. They accepted it. That's funny because I heard that we paid you. I can't. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it was just an even exchange. We, we got to talk to our managers. Yeah, what's going seen, on? Here? I haven't seen anything yet. Jeez. <laughs> Are you guys getting paid? Uh, managers are making banks. Wait, you're making money on this? <laughs> Man, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do some talking here. I think both of you guys have a, a big Led Zeppelin influence, and um, I, I know because Robert, you guys did the cover of uh, Dancing Days, and years ago, one of my most favorite concert memories is you guys. You guys played in town here, and you guys. At the Norva, probably, right? It was at the Norva, yes. yes. It, it was uh, the spring of 2002. Okay. Uh, you guys played a riff like out on the tiles, and then Scott threw the microphone in the crowd. And I was like, man, like if I was close enough, I could have sang that song because I'm a huge Zeppelin fan. <laughs> right, right. right. You know, is, that, is that something that you guys just always kind of did, just throw out you know, some different riffs and stuff? Because I was like, man, it's out on the tiles. Like, Let me get up there and sing it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just uh, keeping it exciting on the road, you know. Sometimes you uh, just uh, get the itch. Am I right, Scott? Just get the itch to do something a little sure. different and make it change it up a little bit. It's good when you do that. I like, we'll do stuff like that and not talk about it, right? You don't, you don't say, yeah. hey, let's go out there and do out on the tiles. Yeah. It's just, you know, when, when, when you were to immediately throw this, and you guys all go, okay, okay, is right, that where we're right, going? Right. That's fun. <laughs> It, the best thing about about doing stuff like that is is not talking about it. That's what yeah. I'll say because you, everybody gets the the raised eyebrows and like let's just see if everyone can pull it off. Yeah, nice. fun with the singers. You remember these words, bro? Because here comes the riff. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gonna know it out there. You yeah. better know. You got a microphone. <laughs> Maybe that's why Scott or uh, put it in the uh, through the mic in the crowd though. <laughs> didn't quite have the range of Robert Plant, but uh, yeah. But you, you guys, I mean, your, your influences and stuff, I mean, is that is it like some Zeppelin in your riffs? I mean, where, did, where does your guitar playing, you know, come from? Are you asking me? I'm asking both because I, cause I, I know I know Scott, you know, I, I know like pressure and time I always think about has a little bit of a Zeppelin flavor to it as well. But well, for both of you. I hear a lot of this I hear out on the tiles. I'm not going to deny that at all. <laughs> I'm not going to deny any of this at all. Um, that was a huge band. I, I Every, every family kind of rock and roll family. My family was a rock and roll family. Everybody that had a rock and roll family, you had what we call in Eastern religion an Ishtadave, a primary, like, god of worship, you know. So every, every family was like, a, you had a Stones family, you had the Beatles family. Well, my family was very much uh, a Led Zeppelin family. So we liked everything, but when Zeppelin came on, it was like, turn it up, and that's, that's how it went. So they're a very... Like this was a special band to me forever because they were like what my mom listened to, my dad, my uncles. I was brainwashed very early with the uh, song remains the same, cranked up on these like you know my uncle had like ten speakers hooked up to the TV kind of thing <laughs> Dur- during the since I've been loving you guitar solo thing and he cranked it up. To, it was I was too young and it was too loud and it just imprinted on me. Yeah, and now you're doing it to future generations, right? <laughs> I hope so. Tremendous influence. Yeah. 
And uh, you, are you guys? Uh, I know you guys uh, just said that, like the recent single, like "Do Your Worst" and stuff. Um, this is for Scott and stuff. And then, what what is like the latest album? Like, what what can we expect when you guys are on the road with us? You're in town. When you hit the stage, we've been predominantly doing a lot of songs off the new record as it goes because I think this that this this time through will probably mark the last round where you hear a, a lot of songs off the new record. We feel really good about the record, and I. You know, it's always a, a double-edged sword. You don't know what you're going to get. I, I've seen bands and gone, oh, man, all the songs on new, the new record, this sucks. We're going to play a lot of songs that are that, that people know. We'll play all the songs that people know, really. We don't have that many. It's not like we're STP. <laughs> we'll, we'll play the four songs that people know, and then it's going to be a lot of songs from the new record. I promise you, you're going to enjoy the show. We're going to warm it up very nicely. And then these guys are going to whip ass all over the stage. Hey, there, there you go. Hey, if you can convert fans, you know that that's the, you've done your job, right? That's what I'm doing out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Robert, yes, that's what speak- I do every night. I connect. <laughs> I connect. <laughs> <laughs> and then Robert, you you guys uh, were here at our Lunatic Luau. I want to say last year. Yes. And, and it was a pleasure uh, meeting you guys. It's been a long time. Fan. And how do you guys, because now I, you're not, you know, it's not a festival show. You guys get more time. So how do you figure out, you know, because you, you got the new stuff, you know, and how, and how do you like put the old stuff together? How do you make that all come together for Settlers? Well, I, I think it's just what everyone's feeling at the moment. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> a, a pretty, pretty wide catalog now to choose from. And, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's, there's some favorites that you like and you, and you play all the time, and I think you have to be conscientious of the people that uh, put you where you are and uh, want to come to a show. And, and I think what that is really is always remaining a fan of music. Um, I think that when people lose their ability to be a fan of music, it takes them out of the, the realistic realm of, uh, of, of why people go to shows. I, I think of... Uh, People going to shows and having to, you know, spend money on a babysitter and spend money on tickets and spend money on, on parking and yep. and getting into the show. And, you know, I think the main thing, whatever we play, and I, I'm definitely speaking for Scott and the boys here, that uh, you just try to do the best show you can no matter what songs you pick. You want to give people uh, what they paid for. Yeah. I like to think of it like uh, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I'm hoping that people treat the evening almost like escapism. You, you want them to yeah. forget uh, um, all the worries we have, you know. Like you said, they make all these preparations, and you want them to come out and have a moment of completely losing themselves in the show and forgetting about their bills or getting bitched at by their girlfriend or uh, their job that they don't like or on and on, these things that like plague us or bother us. You come. You yeah. have a few hours. Yeah. Let yourself go. Yes. Forget where you're at. It's healthy. Yeah. It's good for you. I saw uh, my first, well, my first concert was The Carpenters in, in 1971. Wow. I saw Carpenter on drums. Did you uh, see that video? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! yeah, great, great. But uh, my second show was in 78. I saw Kiss at Madison Square Garden. Oh, and, wow. Uh, that, was, that was escapism at its finest. And, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's an indelible memory. You know, it just sticks with you and... Uh, you know things like that, or what kind of make you? It's the the, the, the musical milk in your bottle. You know. Are, are you guys? Uh, what's I, I know you guys had the new album last year. Are you guys looking to go back into the studio uh, after this tour wraps up, or do you guys record on the road? What what's the plans? STP uh, for you. Uh, you know we're we're uh, we're doing 
kind of concentrating on the 25th anniversary of Purple right now. Um, Great album. Awesome. And uh, I've, I've, I've literally, I'm kind of the Bill Wyman of the band, I guess I should say. I've kind of saved everything from the beginning. Are you saying they, they let you in the band because you had the biggest amp? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Four strings, but the bigger, bigger amp. I love Bill, too. Yeah. I love the story that he, yeah, he right. didn't really earn it because he was a good player. He certainly wasn't the handsome one, but he had the big amp they used for a PA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the Sorry. bass player always gets, always gets hired. Yeah, the big cat. It's, like, it's like, oh, you... You play guitar, but we need a bass player. Yeah, that's it. Here you go. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to you guys coming to Chrysler Hall. It's Tuesday, September 17th. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome.